Coming up on Unpacked. While cleaning the gun, he didn't know you were in the room with him. No, accidentally he pulled the trigger and I was shot. I never got a chance to see how God created me mm. as I got shot at the age of three. So do you remember when you woke up from the coma? I said to her, did he shoot me again? Incidents in her life where she could have died, but she didn't. She's here to share her story. Let's unpack. Olosho Matabata is a 27-year-old currently residing in Naumapius on the outskirts of Pretoria. At the tender age of three, an incident at the family homestead on Christmas Day would change her life, seeing her grapple with self-esteem as she grew up. Years later, another accident occurred and this time, she had to fight for her life. This is her story. Let's unpack. Pulusha, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. So what was it that used to happen around Christmas time, December, when you were younger? Um, Christmas time, like whenever somebody tells you about Christmas, you already know the spirit that is hovering worldwide. We will be so happy mm. as kids. We couldn't like wait to wear our new clothes mm. uh, to eat those delicious meals because like back then, rice, we didn't eat it as quite often mm. as much. But that time, like we, we were so excited because as families, like we would come together uh, to celebrate uh, Christmas time because it's family time, I get. Mm. So uh, as family, we are like little like, company like to celebrate the, the, the day. Yeah. Mm. So all the, the family members came, the cousins, mm. you know, uncles, and so we came, we all came together to celebrate the Christmas time. So when you were three years old, what was different about this particular December and what happened? So this December, I was I was very close to this cousin of mine, mm. though he was a bit older than me, a way way older than me. So that time, um, I think it was my mom and my, 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 my uncle's wife mm -hmm. in the room. So apparently they were sharing the word of God. Mm -hmm. And um, my, my cousin went to the room because he thought that he didn't put his gun in a safe place. So what, what was happening with your cousin that he would even have a gun? Uh, my cousin was, was a policeman. Okay, and at that time, he had just got the job. Yes. Yes. And so he was about like early 20s. Yeah. Okay, so he just got a job as a police officer. Yes. And then what happened with, with the gun on that day? So I was, I was very close to, with, to him. Mm. So I was, I was always following him. Wherever he goes, I was always after him. Yes. So on that day, he, he went uh, to take his gun and put the gun to, to the safe place. Mm. So I was, I was after him, but he didn't notice that I was after him. Mm. I think he was wiping the gun. So accidentally, um, he pulled the trigger and I was shot. So your cousin at the time, while cleaning the gun, he didn't know you were in the room with him? No, he didn't know 
I was following him. Mm. Yeah. And then the gun went off. So who else was in the house and where was everybody? Uh, it was my mom mm. and my uncle's wife mm. in that room. Mm. In the same room? Yes. And did they see he was cleaning a gun? Yeah. So they saw he was cleaning a yeah. gun, but he didn't see you? They, they all didn't see me. Mm. Yeah. So when the gun went off, where did it shoot you? It shot me here. Mm. And then the bullet like went down, had his way through my neck mm. and came out at the back. Mm. Yeah. And thereafter, I they rushed me to, to the nearest hospital. And uh, yeah. And obviously you were small, you might not remember the day. Yeah. What, what do the family tell you or your mom tell you about the realization that you've been shot? Okay, um, my mom told me, like, after she saw that I was shot, she ran away. Mm. Because... Not so real. Yeah, she, she thought oh, I was going to die. Because back then, that much. So a gun and death, literally, mm. or more like the same thing. So she ran away thinking, my daughter is going to die. Mm. So she didn't want me to die in front of her. That's mm. why he, she ran away. So it was my cousin mm. and um, my uncle's wife. Mm. So then did they rush you to the hospital or did they call an ambulance? They didn't call an ambulance. They, they went to, to look for a car, to mm. hire a car around the village. Mm. And then they got the car and then they rushed me to Khrotuk. Uh, mm. Which is the hospital in the area Lebuakum. Yeah. Okay. So, but what happened when you got to the hospital? What happened is when I got to Khrotuk, um, I was badly injured. Mm. So I didn't stay long at Khrotruk and then they they moved me to uh, Petersburg. Mm. And again, go Petersburg, mm. and then I was then transferred again to Harangua. And that was because of your, your injuries? Yes. Mm. So what were those injuries? Um, I, I lost my teeth mm. and I have this scar on my nose because of of that bullet. So in terms of, I get it, it's a name. Yeah. So it shattered this part of your face. Yeah. And it came out. At the back. At the back. Okay. So after you got transferred a second time, did the doctors have to operate? Um, what, what I remember is that mm. because of, they were all loose. Mm. All of my teeth were, were loose. And because you were three, it was your first teeth. When you grew up, did the teeth come out again? No, they didn't. And I had I had so much problem growing up without teeth. Because I realized at those early ages, I realized, what, okay, my friends, they don't have teeth as well. Because they really, in the age, they don't And then with me, I realized, what, there's something different with me. Mm. And then I then developed an anger. Mm. Okay, from now on, I'm no longer going to brush my teeth until God, I decide that I wish I beg. Yo. So yeah. you just stopped? I stopped. So which are the teeth that, that would never came back? Was it just at the top? Yeah, at the top. And like just my jaw, 
So talk to me about this anger that you felt growing up. I, I, I had so much anger growing up. And sad part is that no one was aware of what I was going through at the time. Because for them, it was just like, God, we are grateful for the gift of life. Mm-hmm. Lord, you were able to, to keep her. Lord, you were able to sustain her. And mm-hmm. that's all that mattered for them. They didn't bother to take me to counseling. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't receive any of those. Mm-hmm. You see, so I, I didn't feel beautiful. Mm-hmm. And every time someone in Pujaro, you are beautiful, I would get so upset. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, because I felt like, I'm not beautiful, I'm not attractive, you know because of how I felt inside. Like, mm. I, f- I felt like the scars on my face are nothing compared to the scars that I within. So what exactly were you angry about? What, what was those feelings that you were not able to share and articulate? I was angry because I never got a chance to, to, see, to see how God created me. Mm. As I got shot at the age of three, I never got to, to see... How, how beautiful I was, because I think I was beautiful. Mm. Mara, after, after the shooting, after the incident, you know, everything just went. Mm. Like mm. self-confidence, self-esteem, like mm. everything. So when you were growing up, when did your family or your mother tell you what actually happened to you? Oh, what they told me is that I shot myself. I was I was playing with the gun and somehow I then shot myself. That's what they told you. Yes. But when did you find out the truth of what actually happened? They didn't really like tell me the actual truth, but I just like had them talking, talking, mm. talking. But because there's not nobody who came to me directly and be telling me or this is what happened to mm. you. That's why you're looking this way. Mm-hmm. So when did you discover? How did you know, Hore? it actually wasn't you playing with the gun? It was your cousin that was cleaning it. I I, I discovered that like recently, recently. So, mm. and um, I was I was I was shocked mm. that like indeed this is what happened, and uh, because it was just a mistake, I was like, okay, I'm just gonna. Let everything be the way it was. But when they were telling you, Hore, um, you were playing with a gun and you asked them, where did the gun come from? What did they tell you? Um, they, they told me who was the owner of the gun. Jorge cousin. Yes. Mm. But I didn't understand, Hore, how could I, I play with the gun? Mm. Yeah. So that didn't actually make sense. Mm. But anyways, I decided not to, to, to go much into to that thing. Mm. So um, in terms of normal circumstances, if anybody goes to the hospital with a gunshot wound, it's the protocol that the police must be called. So did the police get called when you were at the hospital? No, I, I don't think so. Mm. So what happened? Was there a case? Did anything get opened? Nothing. Nothing. Yes. And what do you think the reason is? I, I think they, they were protecting my cousin mm. because they didn't want him to, to lose his job. Mm. That's why they, they said it was me who shot, mm. who shot myself. Mm. You mm. understand? Yeah. 
But even even so, um, one would expect that even if you shot yourself, there's there could be a case of negligence and people could go and check or actually this this uh, shooting happened with a police officer's weapon. So that was never, ever investigated. No. Mm. Did the bullet come out completely? Um, what, what they told me is that they never saw the bullet. Mm. They didn't see where it went. Like they, they didn't like have any trace of, of the bullet. So where is your cousin today? He's around. So he's still working? And he's living his life. Yeah. Do you have a relationship with him? Yeah. And how, how does it make you feel that um, this situation happened to you and he, you know, you were told a lie and now he's still around? How do you feel about it? Uh, the fact that this thing was, was a mistake, you know, just helped me to, like, take everything. Hmm. Yeah, slowly. So you don't think at all that he could have been more careful with a gun? Because even if he didn't know you were there, there were other people in the room. Well, I, I think though, like those people, he, 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 just, he just thought because of their older, mm. maybe, you know, and he, he was not even aware in the, in, the, in the gun there was a bullet. Um, how, when you share the story with other people, what do they say to you about it? When, when, when I, I get to share this story, um, they were just, like, all of them, they will be surprised because, like, every now and then I'll be like, I shot myself. Mm, because I that's shot the story you That known. I have, yeah. Yes, yes. I shot myself. I could be like, oh, how? Mm, but when you tell them the truth, what do they say? They, they don't really say anything because I come from a, a small village mm. like where everybody knows everybody. Mm. So I think somehow they knew mm. and the fact that that thing was just a mistake, maybe they understood. Mm. Mm. And did, did this incident and your anger while you were growing up affect your relationship Limmewakao? My, my relationship with my mom, it's it's just normal. Mm. Yeah, so because I, I I can't say like I have to blame her mm. for whatever that happened. It was not her fault again, Lena. So it just happened. Mm. It's a mistake after all. So now when you were around 24 years old, something else happened. Tell us about that. So when I, when I was 24, my, my grandfather, who I was very close to, uh, passes on, passed on. Um, it was in, in the year 2019. Mm. So we were all like at the side of Houting. Mm. And then now we have to go back to Limbobo mm. for the funeral, I get. So uh, during the week when we were still busy running the errands, mm. um, we, were, we were sent to the nearest village to, to, to collect some things. Few mm. things, and on on our way there, we got involved in in a very horrible car accident. Who was driving? My cousin, my other cousin. So not the same cousin. Yeah, another cousin, and who else was in the car? It was my two cousins. Mm. Yeah. Mm. 
So you guys got in the accident. Do you remember what happened in the accident? I don't remember anything from the accident, but I was told that we were trapped in that car. So the people from around that, that place we were involved in a car accident, they had to, to go to their houses to look for some, some things to, to be to... Mm. And then... Uh, and did you guys bump another car? Yeah. So it was another car involved yeah. in the accident. Okay, so you were saying they were looking for things to try get you guys out of mm. the car. And what else happened? Uh, unfortunately, the other passenger from the other car Passed, passed on. Mm. So what happened is that uh, both of my legs got broken and my other cousin's legs got broken. And then we were, me and the lady that passed on, we were, we were rushed to Luwakomu Hospital mm. because we were... The same hospital you went to? Not the same. Not the same hospital, yeah, but the, the same area? Yes. Okay. Um, we, were, we were rushed to Luwakomu Hospital because uh, we were badly injured, mm. me and the, 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 the other lady. Mm. Uh, unfortunately, she didn't make it. And we, I got there. I stayed for like three days at Luwakomu and before I was transferred to um, Lenmet, Ahmed mm. Kathrada. Mm. I, I was transferred there. They called ambulance to come and collect me that side. Mm. And when the people, they couldn't take me. Because if Ra insisted Ramutia, she might die with the way. Mm. So they opted for chopper. Mm. So chopper flew to Luahomu in Tia and then they brought me to Lens. Mm. So, and then from those three days, after that, I went straight to coma. Mm. So what do you remember? Because you're in the car accident. What is the first thing? Okay, the only thing that I remember it's me leaving my house, getting in the car, driving to where they sent us. Mm. That's the only thing that I remember. So what is, after the accident, what is the next thing you remember? Was it waking up in hospital? Was it waking okay. up in an ambulance? I woke up in hospital. And the first thing that I said to my mom was... Oh, it, yeah, mm. when I woke up from coma. I said to her... Did he shoot me again? What? That, that's how, how, how deep that thing was. That, how deep that thing has affected me. And what did your mom say when you asked her that? She said, no, you were... Like, she tried to explain to me, like, what really happened. Mm. No, you were involved in a car accident. And um, I looked at myself and I saw scars. I was like, mom, no, you are lying. Mm. Because I see this gas, take mm. a bullet. Mm -hmm. So, and then she, she said no. She told me, like, in any a car accident. Mm. Yeah. It's so amazing, Jorge. After all those years, that thing is embedded in your brain. Yeah, Jorge, they shot you. And the first thing you thought when you woke up is you've been shot again. So, after that whole thing, you've been transferred. Now you land up in a coma. Yes. Is it the doctor that induced the coma to protect you or it was your body going into a coma? It was my body going into a coma because they, they were like from Lubahomu. I was in like responsive in a mm. way. 
So that was like design theory. I might go into a coma. Mm. So I give it a more lens. Really, I went straight into a coma. How long were you in the coma for? For 22 days. 22 days. Yes. That's almost a month. Yeah. And while you were in the coma, was your family also coming mm. the side by go check? Yeah, because my, 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 my parents are the side. Yeah. That side of Limpopo is only my grandparents. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So do you remember when you woke up from the coma? I don't remember quite well. Because when, when I was in the coma, like I had things. I don't know if I should call them dreams mm. or what was happening. Because I, was, I would see myself, but in, on the streets. Mm. But those streets, they are as if on the other side. Mm. So that didn't like, it doesn't make sense for me right now. So I've been like having those kind of dreams or visions, whatever they were. And um, I remember the time, mm. this big river, mm. Lepelle. So I dreamt of, I saw myself on the other side, mm. crossing that river, mm. going home mm. to my, grandma, my grandparents' house. It's, it's interesting that you, you mentioned that because your grandfather had passed away. Do you think that those visions or dreams were you possibly being about to die, to cross over to Ndatemokhul? Yeah, that, that was, was the case because, like, those things that I saw, they were as if on the other side. You was or something. Mm. You will get like utlo explanation or this thing So it was as if I was at the other side mm. of of this life. So and the sad thing is that I I couldn't bury my grandfather. Mm. And because you were in the hospital. Yeah. So the funeral went on without you. Yeah, and we were very close. Mm. So you point out I was I was even calling him Bab. Mm. And that that's very sad to me because even now, whenever I talk about him, I still cry mm. because I didn't get the closure that I needed to. So now you wake up from the coma and what did the doctor say to you, Jorge? How bad is the stage? You mentioned your legs were broken, but how bad were the injuries? Okay, while I was in the coma, the, to the doctors told my mom that uh, I have high chances of losing my memory. Mm. So through God's grace, I I did remember like people mm. and a lot of few things. I only forgot like Lujidinyani. Mm. So my my family was very happy, excited. I still remember mm. them and some of the, the things and the events. And physically, what else had happened to your body? So Physically, um, this left leg um, was crushed and they had to, to remove um, some bones. Is it from your knee? Yes. Yes, yes. And again, that means uh, my left leg is shorter than the right one. Mm. Yeah, hence the limping. Mm. Yeah. And um, where were the legs broken? This one was broken here. Mm. And this one was broken twice at the knee and, mm. yeah. So when you, you woke up from the coma, I mean, you were strapped up. 
and everything. How long did your recovery take? My, my recovery um, took, took a, a, a long, 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 long time because even now I'm still using a crutch. Mm. Remember, it's, this thing has happened in 2019 mm. and till this day I'm still struggling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How long did you stay in hospital for? I stayed for two months. Yeah, and uh, I remember this other night, I stood up. More betting. Yeah. Mm. I stood up, and when I stood up, all the nurses ran. Mm. Like, they were all shouting, like, Kyo, musareng, musareng anemfasi. And I, I, I didn't understand why, because I can walk. Little did I know, my legs got broken. Sure. Were you not in pain when you stood up? No, I wasn't in pain. Because you weren't aware what I, was I wasn't aware. I mm. wasn't like, I didn't even understand the, where I was and why mm. I was even there. Did you hurt yourself when you did that? No, I didn't. Mm. I didn't hurt myself. Because they rushed and they made me to, to sit down. So what then happened after that? Because you got home. You know, your grandfather's been buried without you. You, Both your legs are broken in more than one place. Were you in a wheelchair? What was that time like when you were now out of the hospital and you were recovering? So now when when I got out of hospital, every now and then when when I have to go to the mall, when I got there, I have to use a wheelchair Mm. because I cannot walk for longer distance, Mm. you know. And, um, you know, going out, is, it's very stressful stressful for me because, you know, I'll get tired, motivating, you know, things like that. And sometimes I'll be like, okay, sharp, Eric, you do And I'll get things like, oh, today, maybe accident might happen. Mm. So let me just relax. In terms of the accident, are you fearful when you're in a car? Sometimes I am fearful, like of the driver or you, driver or driver, and then like the first thing that will come to my mind, Koryo, I don't want to be in a, another accident again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how how is your feeling around guns in your life? I'm I'm afraid of a gun. Like there was a point in time where I couldn't watch a movie. Every time I like every time I go to the TV, I have to come with a blanket mm-hmm. so that when they see Nadi Tunya Israel, I will cover myself. Mm. You see? Did it give you post traumatic stress disorder? Yes. Mm. You know, and some of the things I'm still like struggling with them even now because I didn't receive counseling. Are you telling me that to this day you've never had one session of counseling? Never. And um, because this thing, it's, it's my struggle. I feel like everybody who's around me, they are not even aware of what, of what I'm facing, of what I'm going through, like mm. daily. There will be days where I won't even sleep. Mm. I won't even sleep for weeks. Mm. Because every time I try to, to sleep, um, I will just think of those things. They will just come mm. in my mind. And because of that, I can't lower over. Have you ever considered going to talk to someone? I wish... I could have, but then uh, I, I didn't have enough money to, to go to, to the counselling. Mm. 
Mm. Yeah. Look, I definitely think there are counseling options that will be available to you that don't require you to pay, you know, through the public system. It might be a process and it might be a wait, but I hope you do pursue that opportunity to do so. Um, that kind of trauma that you went through, I mean, do you feel like you cheated death twice in your life? Yeah. God, God did it not only once, but twice in my life. God said no with my life. Mm. You know, he, he gave me another chance to, to this life. You know, this thing of, Lord, I thank you for the gift of life. Life, mm. it is a gift indeed. Because the things that we, we go through daily, like some of the things, like really God is fighting for us. Mm. And sometimes we see, God carried me mm. through this because on my own, I couldn't make it. What lesson do you take from the first time you nearly died uh, when you were three years old? What lesson do you take out of that experience? To be grateful for life. Mm. Waking up every day, I should, like, should be more grateful. And another thing, Gore, um, we should like appreciate the looks that we have. Mm. You know, I, I lost my beauty at the age of three. So to everyone who are selling the way Alengarona, anything can happen. Ne? Mm. But then uh, you should like appreciate yourself the way you are right mm. now. Are you at a place where you feel like you love yourself as you are? Well, I cannot really say that I love myself, mm. but I am trying mm. by by all means to love and accept myself the way I am. Mm. You know, there will be days where I, okay, I'm a person who loves the mirror. Mm. You see the mirror. Mm. I'll go in front of the mirror. I'll stand there for like 30, 30 minutes, mm. like just staring at myself. But mostly when I stare at myself, I tend to look at this side more mm. than this side because I feel like this side is not me. Mm. This is not the real me. And this side is, it, it is me. So, is that because of the scars on the yes. side? Mm. So I'll, I'll look at myself. Sometimes I'll try to convince myself, be like, you're beautiful. Oh, I love you. And after, after a few seconds, I'll be like, oh, Pulusha, you are just lying to yourself. Mm. You, don't, you don't really love yourself the way you are. You know, because I'll, I'll think, had it not been for this, I could have been beautiful. Mm. Because there was a point in time where I would take toilet papers Mm. I'll roll them nicely mm. and try to cover the gap mm. and try to have a vision of how I would have looked if I didn't been for this incident. Mm. You know, that's how much um, of the struggle I, I was. If no one has ever told you, you are beautiful. Thank you. Those are scars of an incident but you as you are, you are beautiful. Thank you so much. And I hope, because I know other people telling you doesn't mean anything if you don't feel it. Yeah. I hope you reach a point where you can feel you are beautiful. Time has passed on and this is the face and the body and the being you have been gifted with. And I'm so happy that you still have the gift of life, but I hope you can take it a step further, get to talk to someone and also just start to feel the beauty that you are not seeing. Thank you so much for coming to 
share your story, for being so open. And I, I, I can tell, Jorge, there's still a lot of healing that you need to do. And I hope you're able to do that in time. And I know at some point, Jorge, you were studying and you had to let that go because of your injuries. I hope you're able to find yourself in a place where you find your life purpose. And there's something you're focused on and energy that you are directing at something that brings you joy and happiness. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you so much for having me. Hashtag Unpacked with If you do not believe in miracles, I hope today's episode is one that convinces you that they exist. Because if one person can cheat death more than once, then pretty much anything is possible. Thank you so much for joining us. Have a good night. Next time on Unpacked. Basically, nobody was cool. This was not hyper. Ali bubbly. Fifteen years. Mm. They've been kidnapped. So the guy was at his bar. Was a young man in his bar. Me talk. So bang to the lap. Um, bali. for watching Unpacked with Rilip Khilema. Make sure you subscribe to my channel where you can get to watch more episodes. But more importantly, you can be part of our online community. Comment down below, share with us who you'd like to see on the show, what story you'd like us to discuss. We love engaging with you. Keep it coming and don't forget to subscribe.